everyone. It's me, Stephen Kramer Glickman, and you're listening to the Nighttime Show podcast. Today's guest uh, is the one and only John Heater from Napoleon Dynamite. The one and only. And this is from... Our live spectacular, which was a fundraiser for Children's Hospital Los Angeles, Absolutely. where we were able to raise uh, approximately thirty thousand dollars when the yep. matching funds came in. Yep, thirty thousand three hundred is what we ended up donating, and uh, and more to come, more to mm-hmm. come for that too, which is very exciting. So uh, let's play, let's jump in because I'm a huge John Heater fan, mm-hmm. uh, a fan of a lot of the movies that he's done, aside from Napoleon Dynamite, which we also talked about. But let's get in there and uh, listen to the show. Live from the Improv in Hollywood, it's the Nighttime Show! The holiday special benefiting Children's Hospital, Los Angeles, with special guests, John Heater! Nolan Gould! Jimmy O. Yang! With our live auctioneer, Gabriel Butu Boyle! And a huge thanks to the producer of tonight's show, Chad and Pep Jones! And now, the two that saved Christmas! Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Stephen Kramer Glickman! Good evening! Hello, everybody! How we doing? Saturday night! Saturday night, everyone! Saturday night! Saturday night. That's a real thing people Saturday do, right? Saturday night. People, nope. People chant that. More we like do not. Saturday we do night. not chant that. They do not. As soon as they wake up. It's all right. They uh, tried their best at a new thing. We can all do better. Uh, let's all try it again. Well, let's say let's say something better though. Holiday special. Holiday special. Holiday special. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Very nice. Guys, this is a wonderful night. Uh, We're going to have so much fun tonight. There's so many wonderful people here. Who has been to the show before? Let me hear you. Very nice. Who found out about the show on the radio? Who heard about the show on the radio? Yeah, well, yeah, fuck them, right? <laughs> what is the radio? <laughs> what is a radio <laughs> is the question. Uh, we gave that guy a lot of money. <laughs> who heard about the show from Funko? Who heard about it from Funko? <laughs> okay, we got a couple. That's good. Uh, who, uh, who heard about the show on the Twitter? On the Twitter? Who heard about the show on the LinkedIn? <laughs> on the LinkedIn? Social media is dead. Yeah. We have just figured out. <laughs> Guys, it is so awesome who, that you guys are here. Who heard about the show on Reddit? Yeah, who'd heard about it on Reddit? <laughs> Anybody? No one. All right. Tumblr. Tumblr. MySpace. <laughs> Pornhub. Great. There we go. Uh, this girl up front. Who um, heard about the show on Pornhub? Anybody? On Pornhub. So. A lot of people. There we go. There we go. Big demographic over there. Um, let's let's start to my left, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Our man in the audience, Emmy-nominated writer Mike Glazer. What up, everybody? Thank you for coming tonight. 
Um, I'll be going around, so if anybody has questions for anybody who's a guest tonight, I'll be in the crowd with a microphone. So if you have any questions, raise your hand when it comes to that point. Let you me know, have to ask questions. You, you have to ask questions because there's a lot of great guests. Uh, to my right, uh, the voice of the nighttime show, the man himself, Mr. Announcer himself, Mike Black, everybody. Come on. Hello. And then, of course, all the way down to the end, the... Uh, the the, the, asshole, the asshole, the flaming Q-tip in my ass. Ladies and gentlemen, I love him and I adore him. He's an asshole, but he's my asshole. Matt Walker, everybody. Yeah. Uh, come on. Um, this is so much fun. And Chad and Pep Jones produced this show tonight. Give them a big round of applause. And flew all the way out. Flew into town to help make this happen. Uh, Lindsay's back there from Children's Hospital, Los Angeles. There she is. Wave at her. Wave at her. Well, we've got a lot of wonderful guests, and I don't want to cut this short, but uh, Mike, Bla Mike, Mike Glazer, you take that microphone. Get, get out in the audience. Get out there, buddy. Bye, go, everybody. Bye, everybody. Go find Mike Glazer for a question. All right, here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? This is our first guest on tonight's show. Star of the movie Benchwarmers, starred opposite Will Ferrell in Blades of Glory, and he's best known as the star of Napoleon Dynamite, John Heater! Uh, John here. Thank so you so much. That song. <laughs> oh my God! They've been playing that. You must have heard that song a bajillion, bajillion yeah, times. I, I pretty much wrote it. Yeah, basically <laughs> at this point. Every single time I'm at any social function, they start playing that song. It's just like, <sighs> and they just—they're hoping for the dance. And I look around, and I, and I'm assuming that's what's happening. And then they're like, No, no, no. We just like this song. Oh, like, oh God. Okay. All right. Let's start out by asking you this. Where are you? We, we need, you oh, got a water. Oh, we're such gentlemen. <laughs> we're Thank such you so gentlemen. much, you guys. What are you doing with our water? <laughs> for those of you, oh, it's all for you. <laughs> for those of you listening oh, at home, we just offered him a water. <laughs> um, John, uh, let's start by asking you this: Where where are you from originally? Where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, Salem, Oregon. Salem, where's uh, our Salem, Oregon fans? I mean, normally, uh, uh, there's uh, Oregon, uh, the Northwest. West Coast. There okay. Go. There we go. There we Nailed go. it. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, were, were you an actor as a kid? When did you start acting? Uh, I graced uh, the screen uh, in all the home videos I used to make uh, <laughs> in high school. Um, I played Whedon Scott in uh, my own version of uh, White Fang. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Did and, you have uh, a, a dog for something like that? Yeah. We had a, we had a husky. Oh, and yeah. we used our Japanese foreign exchange student to play the uh, the Indian who uh, gives. <laughs> you know, this is cool. This is back then. It was you great. were just yeah. in White Fang, Stephen. I was. A I'm actually in White Fang. I'm in the new Netflix movie White Fang, which you guys can all go watch on Netflix. It's currently on Netflix. That's I not play, a joke. I play. No, that's 100 percent true. I well, play. I didn't know they made a remake. I, pl I am. I'm, I play me? Ned, the racist who hates uh, Native Americans. <laughs> okay. And my dog that I have is the first dog to attack White Fang in the movie. 
Oh, hundred percent true. Here's a. How here's do you awesome. feel about your project being remade? Yeah, we. I remade it. <laughs> I hope that's okay. I, I I knew it was coming with the remakes and everything. It's amount of time. Yeah. John, yeah. I, not to totally derail this, but I feel like this Please is the, is a proper time to just quickly tell this. Uh, I went to the Sundance Film Festival because our movie White Fang premiered at Sundance, and I was so excited. I got a fur coat. It was a fake fur coat, but it was enormous. And, uh, and you looked I, like Chewbacca. I did look like Chewbacca. And I was walking around, and kids would like point at me and be like, "Look, Mama, bail, a bail!" <laughs> like I just, I was huge. It was huge and giant. And uh, I wore it on every single red carpet at Sundance. And you know, Sundance is like Wait, crazy. You got it because you did the movie in there. No, like, I, oh. I just got it because it was cold at Sundance, oh, yeah, and I didn't yeah, want to be cold. You also, when you walked through West Hollywood, people pointed at you and yelled, "Look, a bear, a bear!" Oh, all right. <laughs> White Fang was a Sundance film? It was an like animated a, Sundance film for oh, Netflix. animated? Yeah, animated. Oh, you forgot to mention that Yeah, I didn't that mention part. that. And so I yeah. wore yeah. the coat to that Sundance. That makes sense. They don't want you on screen. Well, the voice. Yeah. <laughs> They're Jesus. like, we know that voice not from not the podcast. Yeah. Not, not in that one. Um, but they definitely, so I, I went to Sundance, I wore this giant fur coat, and I did all this press in this giant fur coat, and then the next day, one of my friends hits me up, and he's like, oh my god, you're not going to believe this, you're on the cover of IMDb, like, as the thumbnail for the whole first weekend in the giant fur coat. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, it's so awesome, right? Yeah. So then, the next day, he's like, dude, dude, GQ put out top ten portraits of Sundance, you're number three, <laughs> I have, I'm only in the movie for like five minutes, alright? But they're like, you're right between Hillary Swank and Common and, and I was like oh this is and it's and it's just that jacket just me in the giant yeah, fur coat yeah. right and then so my agent calls and goes well no longer my agent my agent calls <laughs> and goes uh, hey I got some bad news uh, they're the saying the movie back. didn't sell because of your coat like Pima got involved and uh, they were yeah. like they, they think the reason all your pictures are you in this giant coat it took away attention from the movie that's well, me in the coat right there that's me in the jacket. That's 100% um, true. But then the that movie is a terrible. No one. But then the movie did sell to Netflix and then they tried to like make up, you, you know. You didn't like make up pretend. a story like, "Oh, I'm representing the fur traders that yeah, are Yeah, I was like, ah, yeah, film. that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give yeah. me a break." It's the, uh, yeah, you know it's a it's a fucking weird business. And for uh, one of the things I know about you is that uh, Napoleon Dynamite, uh, which is one of the fucking greatest comedy movies of all time. Come on, thank you. It thank is you. a comedy classic. It is an unbelievably perfect film from start to finish. It is oh, so funny and so weird. And there's so many weird little pieces and nuggets to it. And you can never, even if you feel like you know the movie, go back, buy it, rent it again, watch it again. And you'll be like, oh my God, what is this moment? There's like so many weird moments. Um, but you were in the original Napoleon Dynamite, pre-Napoleon Dynamite, the Napoleon Dynamite knows it. Like, like short film. Is yeah. that true? So how did this happen? How did you end up in this? How did it happen? That's how it happened. Uh, the, the short film's called Pay Luca. Right. Um, and so it was actually a student film for when we were at, uh, we, we all met at BYU, all the fem- filmmakers. Uh, and we, uh, my friend Jared Hess, who wrote and directed the film, he came to me with this short script and he said, hey, uh, I, I had done a little acting as a student, and he came to me with the script and said, hey, I think you could be um, a butthead. Um, <laughs> just kind of seeing you walking around the hallways and whatnot. Here yeah. you go. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I get this. Uh, I, I, I see. I see what you're trying to do here. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. Uh, it was kismet, right? Or, yeah, it really is. And then did they use that short to sell 
the movie to make the no, movie? No, they, uh, we, it was really, I think it was a proof of concept for himself. You know, it was like, you know, he, he wants to put this character on screen and see if it works. See kind of like if I can get a, uh, get a feel for this world that he wants to create. And after it blew up, and when I say the short blew up, it's like, oh, everybody in our college knew it. Right. And Slamdance loved it. Right, exactly. We were hanging out right next door to Sundance, <laughs> but we weren't quite ready for Sundance yet. So, sure, yeah. You weren't yeah. wearing you the fur coats. You yeah. weren't wearing the fur coats. Oh, yet. no, 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 no. Sure. We could not afford that. We were, <laughs> they would let us into the boutique uh, store, but they wouldn't, they just let us peruse and look around, but then we had to buy it ourselves, you know. Amazing. We weren't there. Um, so yeah, we he saw that it could work. So then you know, a year and a half later, he's like, "I've got a feature length. Let's do this again." I was like, "All right." So it was there was no real audition process. Just like, "All right, you, you can do this, and uh, let me go audition everybody else oh my and God. find uh, actors for everybody else." So when That's it incredible. came to like doing the voice, like that Napoleon Dynamite voice, did, is this something that you would just do around school, and then he knew that you could do something like that, or no, uh, I. I, I think it's just whenever he saw me get frustrated, frustrated uh, at things in uh, school, he's just like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy." Um, <laughs> I mean, because I mean, was there was, like a particular line for you to get into character? Was there like a line that you well, kind of? So Jared's kind of his way. He always he directs his actors by just kind of putting on the hat and doing it himself. Sure. And he does this very cartoonish, like over the top version. So we would have to kind of like see it. All right. Okay. Now we got to put our own realistic kind of spin on it. So he, I just remember he was like, like Grandma, go find some ninjas or something. Like, he was like, <laughs> something kind of crazy. I was like, All right. I I think I see what you're going for. Uh, yeah. No. I I think um, that's exactly kind of how I talked to him. How my younger brothers talked growing up or sure. whatever because Napoleon is kind of this he's a perpetual younger brother mm -hmm. the whole world is like the older brother all, all constantly picking on him <laughs> right and, uh, and so he and he grew up the same way like he has younger brothers did the exact same thing they worked on a chicken farm they uh, got paid a <laughs> oh. dollar an hour um, and that's kind of where we came from. We, it was just kind of perfect that we met because we had the exact. I made Boondoggle Keychains at Scout Camp oh and homemade nunchucks. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh, I know this guy. Yeah. And, um, uh, we, I, I've, it's so weird that you mentioned that because we uh, literally pre show Josh uh, Roush over there. Give Josh Roush a big yeah. round of applause. Our, our producer on the show, oh. making our damn podcast sound great. Um, I was talking to him pre-show, and he goes, you, "Well, look, we have to pull a clip from Napoleon Dynamite to show during this interview. Which clip do you want?" And I was like, "I don't fucking know. They're all so damn good." And the one that I picked is the chicken farm. So, can you play? Can we play that just so you guys have an idea? Little reminder. Let's turn the lights down. I need them eight thousand hens moved into their new cages. Sometimes they don't want to cooperate, but you give them a good shaking, they'll settle down for you. Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> what? Large talons. I don't understand a word you just said. <laughs> okay, you meet me back here about noon and uh, we'll have a little lunch waiting for you. This is the lunch, the fuck? <laughs> well, dig in. <laughs> oh. 
God. Someone had to step forward, you know. <laughs> I think that was improv. Oh, man. Now, who are these guys? Who are these this, guys? Okay, not this guy. But <laughs> I know who that guy is. That's one of his brothers. That's his brother actually worked at that chicken farm. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like there, a guys. real farmer. <laughs> Lyle the farmer, he's like... <laughs> Shoshone Indian arrowheads he found the other day. <laughs> Can't find my checkbook. Hope you don't mind a pay and change. Mind All right, like we can stop there. An hour. Um, it's so great. No, it's but these, those characters are those those guys. You can see sometimes in movies like that where they're. They're not some like Hollywood guy that they flew out yeah. to like put it up. They, they're real. Those no, are it's real a weird people. mix. It's almost a 50-50 for every scene. Like half the actors in that scene are like legit or yeah. paid actors. And the other half are like the real people from the town that he's <laughs> like, I can't get anyone to play you. You just be you. Yeah, because the girl, the girl that played your, their, like the love interest. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, and the glamour and, shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah the glamour yeah. shots girl. So she had been in movies prior. She was in yeah. um, Waterworld. Waterworld. Yeah, Don't she was the little girl in Waterworld. Exactly. Yeah, and then she so had excited. kind of retired from acting and then wanted to come back to yeah. do that. This was like movie. kind of her first film as a you know an adult. I yeah. suppose you'd say. Um, Amazing. Yeah, and of course Haley Duff's in the movie, and her sister was Hillary Duff, and yeah, yeah. no, that was so our like big, big name, right? When we did it, it was like sweet Waterworld and the sister of Hillary Duff. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never met anyone. Yeah. Then yeah, and you had um, and you had the guy from Drew Carey show. You had um, uh, uh, yeah, Diedrich Bader. Yeah, Diedrich Bader. Bader. I'm so sure. sorry for not yeah, remembering yeah. his name. Yeah, Diedrich Bader, who was like he had already done a bunch of work, but this was like the script yeah. where he read it. He and was, was like, actually I just the biggest name we had in the yeah. film, and that was like. We had a whole list of people like, okay, this is the person we can get for this. This is our short list of people we want for this role because we can fly them in, they shoot Rex for a day, and then they're right. out of here. Amazing. Yeah. Was that is Diedrich Bader the guy who played Laszlo in Real Genius? No, that's John Grise. He plays Uncle Rico. He yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah. And, he was. Uh, in that and in Monster Squad, he was the Wolfman. Yeah. Wolfman's got nuts. So all those Wolfman, yes. Wolfman's all those Monster nuts. Squad fans. This would have been better in Halloween. Too, <laughs> yeah, it's not better. Hey, uh, guys, if you're listening to the nighttime show, well, have I got news for you? Better be good. It, it is good. Uh, we have merch for sale. What? Mm-hmm. What? Merch? Huh? Yeah, that's right. We've got shirts. We've got shower curtains. Oh, we've you got mean sweater. merchandise. Merchandise. What did you think I meant? Mercenaries. Oh, well, we also have those <laughs> as well. I thought we were going to send Robbie to kill people or something. <laughs> Robbie will fall down a flight of stairs. <laughs> Onto your enemies. Right onto your enemies, 100%. <laughs> uh, we have all sorts of great stuff. If you go to th- uh, com, you can pick up any number of cool things. Sweaters, like what exactly? T-shirts. Well, we have... Uh, like uh, we have this uh, artist named Mario uh, Delgado who does uh, all sorts of really cool artwork for our show for our posters. Right, I'm sure if you listen our to the wonderful show, posters that yeah. you've seen everywhere, you've seen them everywhere. And if you've seen them everywhere, then you can get that artwork on sweaters, shirts. Uh, what about out of case? the norm items? Weird stuff. Uh, pajama pants. What if leggings. I want his art while I'm in the shower? You can get a shower curtain. You're kidding. With our logo if, on your shower curtain. What if I want to go to sleep? With your head exploding 
right next to my right face. Right next to your face. Well, guess what? We got pillows, too. We got pillows. Oh, oh, my oh God. man. We have bed sheets. We have nighttime show bed sheets and blankets. I what mean, are we doing here? So we why are we here? ordering we, right now? We should be we ordering could, right people now. People could basically sleep with you and your pug jelly donut. If you want to sleep with me, you can right now. Go to the nighttimeshow.threadless.com and go and we'll, I'll, I'll sleep with you. Marketing um, back to the Halloween yeah. episode. Uh, what kind of a, budget did you have on that film? Like Napoleon, how much money did they spend making that? Uh, how, well, we shot 22 days. It was uh-huh. like a $200,000 budget, I think. Wow. Where did yeah. you stay when you were filming it? Were you at home? No, we uh, we we were there in the town of Preston, Idaho, and they had the Plaza Motel was <laughs> like the fancy, like the only motel. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a legit small town. I mean, everything... I think the way the film is portrayed, it's more populated than it is in reality. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we were at the Plaza Motel. They put up the actors at the Plaza Motel because they feel like that's we have to treat them the nicest mm-hmm. while everybody else, like the crew, just stayed in, fr- in the basement of friends of the family. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's so amazing. And what, what blows my mind is like you do that movie and then you do Blades of Glory where you're starring opposite Will Ferrell. Yeah. And that movie was it like... It seemed natural to me. It's, it's like a natural <laughs> fit. Yeah. But... When, what what was it like jumping from like jumping from Napoleon Dynamite to then doing that film? Like what was the the transition oh, like? I mean, it was you know it was like pinching myself the whole way. I, I mean, meeting Will for the first time, we actually met on the ice because he was he was actually brought in. A little known fact was it was Ben Stiller who was originally going to be because it was really? his production company who they they you know commissioned the script. They brought it to me and. Uh, and Ben was like, you know, let's do this. Uh, but then I think Ben got, I, I'm not, I think it was a scheduling conflict. I think he honestly got scared of the ice a little bit. I'm <laughs> yeah. not sure. Uh, but I think it was mostly a scheduling conflict, but he was like, and I was super bummed. He was like, don't worry, we'll get someone uh, great. And I was like, ah. and he was like, oh, we got Will on board. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. I guess. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, it's pretty amazing. And so it was, it was kind of a last second thing. So, you know, we, yeah, the first time he wasn't there for the table read, he hadn't been cast yet. Uh, oh so yeah, we met on the ice and it was kind of like equal ground, no pun intended because here he was this giant, literally a comedy giant. And he, he's huge. He's yeah. Tall. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you could see the fear, in it, like the nerves. And <laughs> oh, I was like, man, you ready to do this. And I'm like, heck yes. Let's do it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, he wasn't That's... so great on the ice, but you know, he was great everywhere else. Yeah. He was the show pony when it came to comedy and the, uh, and the Clydesdale when it came to, the ice. The ice skater. Yeah. Is that the other way around? Yeah, no, that's good. Solid yeah. analogy. That's Pretty solid. Good. That's solid. And then in reverse, I was the show putty when it came to the ice. Yeah. And the Clydesdale. I, you know, set up all the jokes for him. You know, you were so funny. Though. I mean, I, I got to ask uh, one thing before we go to, we have questions and other things we got to do. But uh, quickly, um, what's it, what does it feel like to become a Halloween costume? Where you, and I mean it that it hurts a lot. Is you know, it people just, is it weird? No. <laughs> what, what did it feel like? Because still to this day, there are people who dress as that character as Napoleon. I don't know what to think. You know, people ask me that a lot, and it is it's weird. I, it's the weirdest. It's weird because weird is kind of like the default emotion and thought when yeah. 
I mean, I guess it's pride, it's cool, but it's also like creepy. I was just literally going through some of my old photos and there's, you know, I, I think the typical costume package you can buy at a costume shop is like this shiny, weird wig. Yeah. The glasses and I think some strap-on boots that are just Velcro around, <laughs> right. your, around your regular shoes. Yeah. But... Then I've seen like, you know, weird plastic masks or rubber masks that could be used in like a horror film. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I mean, I don't know what else. You no, know, it is. It's fascinating. It, I mean, uh, somebody for my birthday a, a few years ago bought me a Napoleon Dynamite action figure. Okay. And I have it. And I have it home in my, on my Arm shelf. shopping action. It's the everything. one where, no, where, you're, where he has the toy in his hand like it's out the window. What? I haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah. It's like it has a miniature action figure that he's holding in his hand. Oh, I didn't get anything from that <laughs> All right, all right. We got to take some questions from the audience, and uh, and we have more stuff we got to plug. But Mike Glazer, where are you? I'm coming your way. You got your hand up, yeah? Yeah, no problem. I'll hold the mic. You I got to go let Google that one now. That's good. Oh, I'll, get you, I'll get you one. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for hosting us tonight. And John, thank you for coming. Of course. My first question is, do you prefer live action or voiceover, like your Ninja Turtles uh, cameo? Yeah, my my Ninja Turtles. You say yeah. Uh, I I love them both. I I really do. I uh, you know sometimes you get like once you start doing a lot more of one, then you need a break. And I mean, I, voiceover is great. Some of my favorite jobs have been in voiceover. It's just a but it's a completely different, uh, not just set of skills, but like a vibe. You know, when you walk in, uh, I did a TV show a little while ago, and it was every week. You know, you just show up. I love the people I worked with. You don't what was have the to, show? Which uh, show? Pickle and Peanut. If you oh, haven't yeah, seen it, go check it out. It's one of my favorite things I've ever done. The Disney Channel it did not belong there, and I, I love <laughs> it for that. Super fun and weird, yeah. We had so many pissed Disney fans like, this uh. isn't Sophia the First. What is this? <laughs> like, and uh, I'm so happy that we offended many people. Um, but, uh, I mean, one, it was one of my favorite jobs. And just going and you can you don't have to get in costume or anything but then I miss that part you know getting into costume and getting into makeup and uh, and really kind of jumping into the character but there's a laid back uh, feel when you do VO so I love them both that's awesome <laughs> uh, next question who else we got who else We're raise it here. up we got one back there be proud be strong raise your hand in the air there we go okay you're very it's at a right angle we'll get there <laughs> hey guys um, my question is uh, it seems like a lot of comedies these days are either like really good or really bad. Like there's not a comedy that's just okay. Um, so my question is: You want what? more of those? Okay, we'll give <laughs> well, you. You want just some okay mediocre comedies? Films. Why can't we have mediocre films more uh, often? Yeah, why just can't want we? Something that doesn't challenge me, but it's not terrible. <laughs> yeah, oh, if yeah, you're yeah, looking yeah. for those, uh, Netflix has a hundred thousand of them. Yeah, right. They're right, all right, new right. this month. Right. Watch out! Watch for White Fang, Sorry, especially. Finish your question. Yeah, White Fang yeah. for sure. <laughs> so uh, my white question fang is just then sailing right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle there. So, uh, so that being said, what do you guys think makes or breaks a comedy? Oh, makes great or question. Breaks a comedy. Uh, I, I mean, on, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, it makes you laugh. <laughs> That's good. That's I mean, good. really, it's Mike, memorable. What about Repeat viewing. The you tell other people work. about it. Wire work? Oh, yeah. the wire work? The wire CG work. really helps? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, tr it's it, having a, 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 a comedy director that, that is funny and knows funny moments and knows and hires funny people and lets them do what they were hired to do. So like, funny. 
Yeah, no, 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 no. But a lot funny of, uh, is an important element. A lot, of <laughs> a lot of times, what you end up with is like a director who who like pushes you know comedy people around and doesn't let them do their thing. You know, if someone's known for doing a thing, let them yeah let them be funny. Yeah. and if you don't like it, cut it. You know, cut around I, it or whatever. I think starting with a really good script helps because a lot of movies oh, they yeah. sort of start and they've got sort of an idea about what they want, and then they go and they shoot this movie and they're just sort of like, oh, let's rewrite everything while we're making well, the film. Exactly then, yeah. that, like Dietrich Bader when he. Son, when he read the script for Napoleon Dynamite, he didn't have to say yes to do that project. Like he was on a he was on a show. He had plenty of other offers and things, but that script is what pulled him in. Yeah. Same thing with the with uh, the girl in, in it too. Like she came back from not acting to yeah. s- to start acting yeah. again. Yeah, good good scripts. I think is is number one. Uh, where well, else we, we got, got another I got question. one more over here. All right, right over another here. question over there. Hey, I'm over here. <laughs> There uh, he is. Oh, we can see you now. Hello. You bearded son of a bitch. All right, what do you got? Hey, this is going back to semi your voiceover work, but you do have a distinctive voice. And have you ever had any experiences where you're calling like the cable company or something to complain <laughs> about your service or try to upgrade your plan? And they're like, they haven't got your name yet or they haven't made a connection. They're like, you really sound like Napoleon Dynamite. Have you ever had... Anything like that happen? That's why I have my twin brother do all my calls. But <laughs> that doesn't work. Um, yeah, my voice is the worst part because it gives me away every time. I think, you know, when I'm out in public, I can, you know, go incognito to a certain degree, but then I start talking. But I don't think my voice sounds that much like Napoleon, but then that's what everybody says. It gives away. <laughs> And then I start getting That's pissed. so weird, though, that you have a twin brother, and yeah. so does uh, the actor that played Pedro. Yeah, not a lot of people know that. Both uh, yeah. identical. Both yeah. identical twins. Yeah. yeah. yeah have they thought about super. making a remake with the brothers? Yeah, we tried to figure out what we could do with that. We have come up with nothing yet. <laughs> yeah, Let us write it. We'll write we'll, we'll it. Yeah. We'll come up with something. We'll write he, it. He's Emmy, Emmy nominated. We can do this. Yeah. Uh, well, I got a question for you relating to brothers. Yeah. You recently played Roy Disney yes. in uh, Walt Before Mickey. Yes. And what was it like? Because Roy Disney was sort of known as being camera shy. So, like, you're playing somebody who had very few photos and video of him as a young man, and you're playing Research, him. Researching the role was very easy, no. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, it was hard. There wasn't a lot on Roy. Um, but, you know, kind of knowing that he was really the guy behind uh, mm-hmm. Walt, who really kind of just cleared the stage, made sure everything was good for him. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was great. It was easy. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Not Glazer. Oh, one last question. We one got one last more. question. Does anyone have a doozy? Is um, it a doozy? Well, we got eyebrows here, and we got this guy here. We got br- uh, blue shirt. Go to blue eyebrows? shirt. Eyebrows? Are they like? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go for it? Yeah, I go for it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. What does your brother do? What's my brother do? <laughs> He does stand in work. <laughs> um, <laughs> Was it doozy? He's actually an animator. He's uh, you know one of those street dancers. No, just kidding. he's a <laughs> he animates uh, for previs and he does works on all the Marvel. He worked on the Infinity what? War. What? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh he God. tells me everything about the new movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> actually, he's probably going to get fired for saying. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, it, where can people find you if they want to get you on the uh, no internet? Please don't. Do look not for me. follow him. I'm very secretive. <laughs> very um, secretive. I mean, I do have, if they want to find me, I mean, I don't know, Google's alert. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's still a thing. 
You want them to set up Google alerts to find you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Set up Google. That's just it's easier than anytime you've done instead of having to crime, go to my, will. you know, Twitter or Instagram. It comes to you. Just Google alert. <laughs> Everything that happens tonight will show up, and then it'll be another six months. Before we we, we got to say one thing. Surface the movie. The movie that you have that just came out. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Tell us. Tell the tell us audience yes, about this movie. Should probably promote. Please, out. please. When Jeff tried to save the world, it's a mouthful. I know. Um, yeah, it's a great little indie drama. I don't get to do a lot of drama. I was very proud. Uh, very good film. First time director. Uh, and uh, we shot in Chicago last year. And it's out now on iTunes. And it's, VOD. it's about a guy who has a bowling alley. Yeah, yeah. And I then should. it's like your job to try to save the bowling alley. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's a really nice movie. Yeah. And it looks great. Uh, and, Google it. Uh, Google it. <laughs> it's a nice Set looking a, movie. It's a nice yeah, looking movie. Yeah. Set up a uh, Google alert and follow him <laughs> at Heater John on, yeah. uh, I believe, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Right? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, John Heater, give Thank it you out guys. for him. Thank Come you. Come out. Hey guys, thanks a lot for listening to uh, the Nighttime Show with our guest, John Heater. That was from the holiday special mm-hmm. from the Nighttime Show uh, benefiting Children's Hospital Los Angeles. That was pretty cool, right? Awesome. How great is John Heater? Like talons on a yeah. tiger. <laughs> your- I, love that, I love that he thinks he doesn't sound like that. Yeah, do your best. Here, you do your best line from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Hang on. Uh, okay, what's the line? What do you want me to read? Here, I'm going to give it I'll to you I'll do right my now. terrible impression, then you can do a good impression, because that's what you do, and, and I don't. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to pull up a quote from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I want it to be correct. Yeah. Okay. I, I always identified more with Kip Dynamite than Napoleon. Okay, here we go. Mainly because I look like him, but... <laughs> yeah, you really do look like him. Okay. Okay. All right, you pulled up some clips. All right. Um, I see you're drinking 1%. Is that because you think you're fat? Because you're not. You could be drinking whole if you wanted to. <laughs> I do a terrible Napoleon Dynamite. That's pretty, that's pretty good. All, All right, right here, I'll yours. do mine. I'll do, okay. I'll do mine. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh. Gosh. Last week, Japanese scientists... Ex- <laughs> Ex- You're doing uh, pigeon toady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> last week, last oh, uh, last week, Japanese scientists placed explosive devices at the bottom of the of Lake Loch Ness. Yeah, basically you're doing just pigeon doing toady. That's what you're doing. Yeah. So we figure out you have one voice, and that's pigeon toady. It's just pigeon toady. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Uh, and so be sure sorry. to tune in next week when we have Jimmy O. Yang from yeah. Crazy Rich Asians in Silicon Valley. Yep. And if you are in the Los Angeles area, go check out the nighttime show live February 16th at the Hollywood Improv. It is our Valentine's Day special, and there'll be lots of fun things, including free sex. Check out www.thenighttimeshow.com. I thought you were going to say freesex.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a website. Oh, God. Don't go to it. Oh, God.